0: Also, it's just hard to find anything on Spotify with Queen, because it's just Queen. Everything that comes
1: up is Queen. I know, I made the mistake of just, like, the first thing I typed in was Queen songs. And literally, as I hit enter, I was like, that's so stupid. Yeah,
0: and then I was like, wait a minute. Hi everyone and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim
1: and I'm Katie and we're here to talk about singing and dancing and a Bollywood girl. A Bollywood queen. Queen, (laughs) yes! (laughs) Yes, how could I mess that up? She is a queen. I love this movie yeah I forgot how good it was like I remembered it being good fun
0: to come back to it because we watched this pretty early in our like Bollywood journey yeah and to come back to it now when we've seen so much it's so sweet it's so Mm -hmm. like just it's so well written and so well performed and so beautifully shot everything about it is just like on just on (laughs)
1: yes yes it's very on I love that we ended up including it in mm-hmm. our friendship unit. Yeah. I had remembered that friendship was a big part of it, but I forgot just how much. Yeah.
0: Our last movie was about old friends, and this is a movie about new friends.
1: Yeah. yeah. Honestly, our list of stars is pretty short because I feel like... Oh, we're talking about Queen. <laughs> also, <laughs> just to to specify... Um, Queen is starring Kangana Rana and Rajkumar Rao. Yeah. And there's a lot of other really amazing people in this, but those are our two main actors. And it was yes. written and directed by Vikas Ba. An excellent Vickis job. Vikas Bell. Yes, which, yeah, we know from Ricky
0: Bell. Yeah. <laughs> so we're learning. We're picking up on the to. We're trying to. <laughs> I wanted to do a little call out of Rajkumar Rao because I'm pretty sure this was the first movie I ever saw him in. Yeah. And it's funny that now I had completely forgotten that he was the fiance in this movie.
1: When he started cropping up in movies that I really liked, Mm -hmm. I was like predisposed to hate him. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, he's the jerkish fiance from a movie. Mm -hmm. And so that's always what I thought of him as. I was like, jerkish fiance. And it turns out, Rajkumar Rao is adorable He and such a good actor and I love him and I feel horrible that (laughs) I had to see so many more movies Mm -hmm. than just Queen to like get him back into my good graces.
0: I wanted to just say one other thing before we get started which is that this is not our first episode premiering in the month of March but it is the first episode that Katie and I are recording in the month of March and March is Women's History Month. Perfect. Yeah, so I'm really excited that even though that's not gonna be the theme of all of our movies this month, that we did choose this like strong female forward movie to Mm. to talk
1: about this month. Agreed. She's a queen. She is a queen. Kangana is such an amazing actor too. I I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but she was in in... Krish 3. (laughs) Was she?
0: I don't know who she was, but I looked
1: up her IMDB credits and she was seeing that. So we'll revisit her when we do our Chris unit, which, yeah. by the way, is going to happen at some <laughs> point. <laughs> so when Queen opens, mm-hmm. we see the scene of this house that is in like full hustle bustle ready for a wedding. There's the flowers strung up. There's people running around. There's a big heart that says Ronnie and VJ, mm-hmm. And the opening scene just feels so real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ronnie is in the middle of it she's our our main girl Mm -hmm. um she's clearly getting married she's like the bride to be the woman of the hour and all of these people are kind of fawning over her and she's kind of flitting around and she has this really quiet joy and happiness to her it doesn't feel glitzed and glamored it just feels like a normal getting ready for a wedding experience
0: we're finally getting to watch a movie about a normal person going through yes. normal life experiences. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. everything is either about extraordinary people or normal people who have extraordinary things happen to them. And this is just like a normal life story, which is great.
1: Right. No, I agree. I really appreciate it. And like that leads us into our first dance number, mm-hmm. which is called London Tamakuta, mm-hmm. which is my favorite so good it is very much just like it feels like we've stepped into the living room of this family Mm -hmm. and they're all just jamming out and singing about like Big Ben and London (laughs) I believe just because Ronnie's fiance you know he studied in London oh my
0: gosh they I was literally just like why are they singing about London but yes that's exactly why (laughs) I think that's why And even like the thoughts, like she, you're, you're sort of hearing her inner monologue yeah. as she's getting her hands hennaed, and it just, all of her thoughts are so normal.
1: I agree. She's just like, I'm so excited to marry Vijay. Like, oh, I wonder like, what's it going to be like on our wedding night? Yeah. Oh, I hope it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> Your standard thoughts. Stuff. And then she, like two days before the wedding, she is asked by her fiance, Vijay, played by Rajkumar Rao, to meet up at a coffee shop she's super happy to see him and he's very cold when she Mm -hmm. sits down and he proceeds to tell her i can't marry you you're not going to be happy with me or i'm not going to be happy with you Mm -hmm. it's just we don't suit each other she is completely blindsided by this she's just like what can we that was a dog snore I have to name it because it's probably going to come up. More dog snores. It's our third host at this point. Yep. She's like, what are you saying? And he's like, Ugh, I can't marry you. It's over. Accept it. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even want to sit and have a conversation with her. No. And he's like, you're making a scene. Stop. Just leave. i call And he's you.
0: like, he keeps saying to her, like, don't do this here. And it's like, I'm yeah. sorry, you're the one who chose to do this here. Yeah.
1: So jerkish. And mm-hmm. so, she ends up leaving, in, like, a heartbreaking scene, it zeroes in on that some of her henna had, like, flaked off Mm -hmm. onto his plate. And he just, like, brushes it off as if, like, ugh.
0: I totally missed that, I think, because I was taking a note about how Chintu, like,
1: (laughs) points at him threateningly through the window. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Chintu's, like, her younger brother, and he's the best. But, yeah, I was, like, well, that's symbolic that he's literally, like, this is dirty. Your wedding preparations have dirtied my plate. Yeah. Yeah. she gets back home, and so she like holds herself up in her room, and it's really, really sad. Yeah. Um, and her whole family is just like heartbroken, and they're like, "What happened?"
0: This is such a family affair, this wedding, yeah. and so everybody is so affected by it. Oh, it really sucks.
1: Yeah, and then we see a flashback of when they first met each other. Ronnie and her family—they own a sweet shop, so she was working at a sweet shop when Vijay came in with his parents. She was not interested in him. No. He pursued her. Yes, very like, hard,
0: like aggressively.
1: Yeah, <laughs> constantly flirting with her, bringing her gifts, like kind of stalking her up until yeah. she finally like relents. And that just makes it so much harder to watch. I agree. This. Like she didn't ask for you to be in her life. You inserted yourself, and then you callously broke her heart.
0: Yeah, totally. At one Stupid. point, her friend says that he looks like he looks- Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah. And I, first of all, disagree. <laughs> yep. And second of all, it's like not even his vibe is right to be Shah Rukh No.
1: Khan. I mean, he's but cute, but he in a is cute way. Yeah, agreed. And then when they finally go on their first date, her brother Chittu goes with them. Mm-hmm. Vijay asks Ronnie if he'll be part of her dowry. <laughs>
0: ha ha ha, ha ha, <laughs> ha ha. Dowry is so funny to joke about.
1: Right. And I was like, I get that this is like a joke, but given what we have been recently talking about, boo, two thumbs down. Seriously. (laughs) But it is important to note that Chintu really goes with Ronnie everywhere. Mm -hmm. And again, Chintu is like 12 years old. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Which is very funny. That we kind of get all these flashbacks and then we come back to the present. Vijay's not calling. Ronnie is heartbroken. Her parents don't really know how to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. And then she decides she's going to go on her honeymoon. She's yeah. going to do it without Vijay. And her parents are so sweet and supportive. Yeah, I really
0: appreciated that her parents, like, at no point did they blame her or really even like right. nag her about this. They're really loving and supportive through the whole thing. Yeah.
1: But yeah, at one point her grandmother comes and and sits outside of her door. It's really cute because grandma came to just stand, and then Shintu brings her a chair. It's like you need to sit down, and she takes a seat. It's like God, this family dynamic is just so sweet and We're loving. So loving, yeah. But grandma tells her a story of leaving a cutie behind in Pakistan, mm-hmm. but then meeting Ronnie's grandfather at a refugee camp, which really sweet story because the whole premise of that is, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. There's Mm -hmm. other cuties out there. You'll, you'll find more happiness with someone else. But also I'm like, that's partition. That's it. Yeah. It's an intense story. Like she had to flee Pakistan during partition. It's nuts. Yeah. And it's just totally just like kind of talked about and glossed over, which I just wanted to call attention to the fact that This touched so many families Mm -hmm. um, in India and, you know, especially like the older generations. It's just a part of their story. But Um, also,
0: like, I want to watch that movie.
1: Yeah. Grandma. (laughs) Grandma is awesome. Grandma
0: is a badass for sure.
1: (laughs) But so, yes, family is supportive. Rani gets driven to the airport. She gets on a plane to go to Paris, Mm -hmm. which is... She was saying her favorite city in the world. She couldn't wait to see it. So she and Vijay were supposed to go to Paris and Amsterdam. We see her go in. She has to give her what would have been her married name in order to get her hotel room, which yeah. is just sad. I also got
0: I got annoyed at the cab driver at the airport. Oh my I mean, gosh, like, yeah. She gets it's in like- like- the car and she's like, I want to go to the champs say. Like, she says it, like, that good. And he's like, what are you saying? What? Uh, Je ne sais quoi. And then he's he's like, oh, Champs-Élysées. And it's like, I'm sorry. If you drive people back and forth from the airport in France, you've heard people say, like, Champs-Élysées before.
1: (laughs) You know exactly
0: what they're talking about. Don't be a dick.
1: And honestly, have probably heard champs Elise. Yeah.
0: Like, (laughs) we're Americans. We know how people butcher things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But she gets to the hotel. It's totally fine. She's hanging out. And then she hears people loudly having sex in the room next door. (laughs) This is our first meeting of Vijay Lakshmi, Mm -hmm. um, who goes by just Vijay. And she works at the hotel, was having sex in one of the rooms, uh, which is not allowed. So she ends up telling Ronnie, like, hey, don't don't tell my boss, okay? Mm -hmm. And Ronnie's like, okay, I won't. Various things happen. VJ ends up kind of taking Ronnie under her wing. Yeah. And Ronnie starts to kind of try to settle into Paris. She's really heartbroken because she just keeps seeing these couples everywhere. Yeah. Um, it, it's really wearing on her. And to the point where she actually goes to a travel agency and says, like, I want to go back home. And as she's walking back to the hotel from the travel agency... This creepy guy starts following her mm-hmm. and then tries to steal her purse. Yeah. It, it's terrifying to watch that because yeah. I'm just like, oh God, how is this woman not aware of her surroundings. I know, he's walking up so close behind her and like, yeah. yeah. It's like, Ronnie, I know you haven't like been abroad before, but it doesn't matter. Like, how do you not have these senses honed? And like, just, she does
0: live in Delhi, which it yeah. just is a big city. And like, right. crime happens in big cities. Like, you'd think and she'd have night, that awareness.
1: Yeah, when it's nighttime and you're walking down a poorly lit street where there aren't people out and about. Like, yeah, yeah you check to see who's behind you. But anyway, she will not let go of her purse. No, yeah. She's just, like, wrapping the purse around. At one point, she, like, has her legs over her hands. Like, she's clamped down. (laughs) And he's, like, trying to drag it, and he's dragging her with it. And finally, you know, someone shouts down, there's a lot of disembodied male voices in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Because we see, like, VJ's lover was also kind of just a man shouting from the street that we didn't see. And there's a man shouting that we don't see either, saying, like, leave her alone. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the would-be mugger runs off. She still has her purse. She's slightly traumatized.
0: Yeah. Of course. (laughs) But one other quick thing I wanted to observe here, you know, like, as she's kind of trying to figure things out for herself, very little of the French is actually translated in the subtitles when you're watching yeah. it
1: on Netflix. and Because she wouldn't understand exactly. it. Exactly.
0: And I really mm-hmm. like that they make that choice because it really puts you in her shoes. So, like, you're not, unless you know French, which I know a little bit of yeah. French. I did, when she ordered
1: the Petite Tête de Poisson, oh, I God. was like, you just ordered a fish head. <laughs> like That was so gross. And then she, like, stabs it in the snout and an eye pops <laughs> out. <laughs> she just runs. <laughs> I would um, too. Gross. Yeah.
0: But anyway, other than Petite de Poisson, I can't really like pick up most other French. So it really it does feel like you're there with her, like not knowing what's happening. And yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah. And we later meet a Japanese character who also yeah. speaks Japanese, and we don't really know what he's saying most of the time because right. Queen doesn't know what he's saying. Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah. So she is traumatized, but she ends up going to the disco. I guess she had said that to VJ that she would meet her there. And she walks in and is clearly kind of uncomfortable. She's got her sweater buttoned up to like mm-hmm. her her clavicle. She looks for VJ BJ. VJ's not there yet. She leaves her voicemail and walks up to the bar and says, like, do you have water? And there's a woman just standing on the bar with like a hose. <laughs> And she just pours it into Ronnie's mouth. Um, So unsanitary. (laughs) It's so unsanitary and it's not water. But so Ronnie gets drunk. And then we see just this montage of her having various drunk conversations. (laughs) Vijay does find her like chatting to some strangers who are like, we don't care about this woman's fiance (laughs) who like dumped her before their wedding. Except (laughs) that she's speaking Hindi, so no one has any idea what she's talking about. Yeah, so then Vijay just listens as Ronnie, because Vijay is also obviously, she is half Indian. Um, yeah. That's why her name is Vijay, but she does understand Hindi. So she, she understands what Ronnie is saying, and Ronnie just is like talking at her. Yeah. And it's running the gamut from like, I'm alone, like sadness to everyone said I was better looking than <laughs> Vijay anyway. It's just like all over. And then a Bollywood song comes on mm-hmm. at the club. And Ronnie gets so excited. She and Vijay go dance. And like Ronnie ends up getting up on the bar. She takes her sweater off. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And then we see this flashback of Vijay, like fiance Vijay, telling her she can't dance like that. Because what will that do to his image? And her response is like, well, all the girls were dancing. And he's like, well, I'm not engaged to all the girls. I'm yeah. engaged to you. And it's just like, eh. It's so gross. <laughs> I feel like this is when we're really starting to see that. I think Ronnie is kind of a quiet person naturally, mm-hmm. but being with Vijay clearly kept her contained in yes. a way that she would not normally be. And so I do think that part of her buttoned upness is a result of that relationship. Yeah, it's really like once
0: she. Starts to throw off that yoke that we see her really come into her own, and especially like right after this flashback ends, you can see like the nature of her dancing changes. I wrote revenge dance, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna let my hair down, I'm gonna dance the way I want to dance, I'm gonna shake my hips. And she is very fully clothed, yes, she is not gyrating, she's just literally just like dancing in a very fun, let loose kind of way. She's enjoying
0: herself and her body and just the moment.
1: Yeah. And she's also, you know, she's drunk, which never hurts. No, it does help to loosen things up a little. But so then I love that towards the end of the song, she she like finds her way outside and there's (laughs) just a guy standing by a taxi and she just starts like dancing and singing at him.
0: And he slowly like,
1: yeah, he slowly kind of turns his back to her like, (laughs) but she won't let him go and then vj comes in um vj friend comes in and joins her and then they're like these two women dancing at him which i loved it was
0: really funny because i mean she's just being annoying she doesn't like touch him or try to really do anything she's just like dancing at him (laughs) she's being annoying drunk
1: girl but in a fun way
0: and this probably happens to this cab driver at least once every weekend night so he's oh for sure
1: But it is also one of those things where it's like, if you're the drunk person or the drunk person's drunk friend, yeah. you're having a great time. Exactly. <laughs> but so yeah, we see that Ronnie is starting to already kind of loosen up. And mm-hmm. she and Vijay have like this amazing experience. They go shopping in Paris and they go and see all these fun things. Um, she meets a lot of Vijay's friends. Important to note that at one point when they're shopping, Vijay gets her to try on like a tank top and yeah. shorts. Yeah. Then when she's in the dressing room, she ends up taking a picture to send it to Vijay, her friend, and accidentally sends it to her ex-fiance, Vijay, back home in India. And so we do see him, like, at a bar with a friend. His phone chimes, and he looks. And he kind of, like, looks for a second. Yeah. And then puts it back in his pocket, but is clearly still thinking about it. This has an impact. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, I've never seen Ronnie's shoulders before. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Um I wanted to just quickly talk about the dynamic between VJ Friend and Ronnie's family. <laughs>
1: oh, oh my
0: god, yes. Please do. Kim. Whenever whenever they're on a video chat and VJ Friend is there, Ronnie's dad and Chintu like both have like these huge crushes on her because she's yeah. always like, you know, she's she's shown a little cleavage and everything. Yeah. And I really enjoy this. They're not creepy or rude it's not about it. Is. They're just no. sort of like two men looking at a beautiful woman who, like, wants to be looked at. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just really funny. And then there's, like, grandma walks in at one point and she's yeah. like, oh, are
1: you all enjoying your adult film? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so when I loved, they're like, watching
0: porn in the middle of the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, it, and also, grandma's, like, totally cool with it. Yeah. Because grandma's cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But so, Ronnie's time then ends in Paris. She's going to Amsterdam. It's really cute. She and VJ like, clearly, like, swap clothes like, a few things. So Vijay's wearing one of Ronnie's dresses. Mm -hmm. Ronnie has taken Vijay's, like, backpacking backpack, so she really looks like a a real European traveler. And then, yeah, she gets on the train to go to Amsterdam. While on the train, her phone rings. Uh Uh-huh. She kind of hesitates, because it's like she can't believe her eyes. Um, But it is ex-fiance Vijay. Yep. And she had been trying to call him. And now he's like, hey, I'm in Paris, where are you? She was just like Ronnie's dead. What yeah, <laughs> which in a way, the Ronnie that he knew is she's starting to fade yeah. away. The one that he decided he didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Probably because he was keeping her from being who she actually is. Right. With his he manipulated hormones. her to be less
0: than herself, and then he yeah. was like, "You're less than what I want." Yeah. Wow, men suck.
1: <laughs> well, this this man in particular sucks for not. <laughs> Some men don't suck, but this one does. <laughs> Some men suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But so then Ronnie gets to Amsterdam, she gets to her hostel. When we get to the hostel, we realize that she she's
0: not staying at the hotel obviously that like she yeah. and ex-fiancé VJ had planned everything out together. She's asked friend VJ to set up this accommodation for her. And I just I really liked that little touch that she's like, "All right, now this is my adventure. I'm not taking it with him in mind. This is for me now."
1: I agree. She really took some big strides when she was in Paris in terms of like, this is her first time being on her own, because again, her parents would always send Chintu with her, Mm -hmm. or she was with DJ. And now she's like, oh, I am the master of my fate. I can kind of do whatever I want to do. So yeah, she goes to this hostel, she gets the key to her room, she walks up the stairs, opens the door... (laughs) It, it appears that there's two men in there. One is drawing on the wall, and the other one is maybe doing push-ups? <laughs> I couldn't really see, but that's all we get. Yep. Um. Before she slams the door shut, she goes back down to the check-in desk, and she's like, uh, that's not my room. There's people in there. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, it's a hostel. That's kind of the thing. Yep. <laughs> so you share your room with people. So she is horrified by this, but the guy explains, like, Amsterdam's fully booked. Everywhere in Amsterdam is fully booked. (laughs) And he's like, so, you know, if you want to look somewhere else, you can, but this is kind of what we got. So she goes back upstairs and goes back in. No one even says hello to her. (laughs) Again, there's just this guy drawing on the wall. And she goes to, like, put her stuff on a bottom bunk. And the guy drawing, his name's Alexander. Yeah. yeah. He turns around, and he's like, Oh, that one's taken. And she's just like, What? <laughs> because these people, you know, have already claimed beds. So she sits down, pulls out her phone, and says, Hi, VJ. Oh, yes, I just got to the hostel. Oh, you're coming to my room tonight? Okay, great. To see if I'm okay? Okay. You I'll know see you then. Not a bad move, really, if
0: you're uncomfortable. A- like you yeah, know, good to establish. <laughs> people know where you
1: are. Yeah, Alexander kind of turns around and is just like, why is this woman talking so loud? Because also, he doesn't really care. He's barely noticed her. No, exactly. He's too busy working on his art. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, been there, girl. Like, haven't we all pretended to be on the phone at some point? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Hello, biggest, strongest friend. (laughs) Yes, I am on my way to dinner with the police commissioner. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then she grabs the pillow, grabs a blanket, and goes to sleep on a bench out in the hallway because she feels so uncomfortable sharing a room with these three boys. And she's having this really terrible dream about ex-fiance Vijay when suddenly she is woken up by a sweet, sweet boy who we'll later find out is named Tim. Tim is poking her and she wakes up and just screams. (laughs) And then he kind of screams and he's like, oh my god, it's okay. And she's just like (laughs) terrified. Yep. And then the other two boys, because there were three boys sharing this room, Mm -hmm. the other two boys come out holding blankets and pillows. And clearly Tim has convinced them to give up their room and they should all sleep in the hallway so that Ronnie can comfortably sleep in the room. Which is just like
0: above and beyond in terms of kindness. Oh my gosh, yes. Wow.
1: And then we see like the next morning at the hostel... The boys are back in the room kind of doing their own thing. And I've already named Alexander and Tim. The third boy's name is Taka. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, Taka and Alexander are always like wrestling or roughhousing with each Even other. Even though which they're
0: is, like a foot and a half difference in height, which is adorable. very huge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Taka beats Alexander into the bathroom. So Alexander is just kind of waiting. And Ronnie is sitting up against the wall with the blanket pulled up to her her chin Mm -hmm. and then she notices that her bra is just like out on the top of the bed Mm -hmm. and so you see her just kind of like grab it from underneath the covers and like quickly put it under the covers and then you just see her like kind of shift yeah you could just like see her elbows (laughs) And then she, like, puts the blanket down. Presumably she has just put her bra on. Mm -hmm. And then you just see Alexander give her this really impressed look. Oh my god, like, one of my favorite
0: moments of the movie. Like, just the way he raises his eyebrows at her, like, (laughs) oh, "Oh, wow, you did it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then she, like, smiles, too. And it's sweet that it's, like, it's not this embarrassed smile. It's this, yeah, I did. (laughs) She goes out. For her own kind of day's excursions, she ends up finding a restaurant because the the restaurant owner kind of tricks her into going there. He it's does, an Italian yeah. place. He's handsome, I guess, and I, I hated this man. <laughs> I know. I am. Well, yeah. We'll we'll talk more about him too. He has a name, but it's Marcello. <laughs> but. She is sitting there at a little cafe on the out, you know, on like the patio of this restaurant. And Mm -hmm. then the boys go by on one of those like drunk, yeah, the bike tours, yeah, the like bike and
0: bar things. I want to do one of those, that looks so fun. I would
1: love to do one of those. I feel like they have those in San Francisco, don't
0: they? I think they have them in a lot of places. They do, I've seen them in a lot of places. We'll figure that out, but yeah, the boys are having. Such a good time.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, she's sitting here and she gets like this menu, this meal based on the restaurant owner's recommendation. And then she's just like, "Mm, this needs so much more. Mm -hmm. It's more ingredients, more spices, more taste, more everything. So then the restaurant owner gets offended and he's like, then leave. And he honestly, he he kind of scares her. Yeah. He's a scary guy. Yeah. And I don't appreciate that. Mm -mm. Also, I think his Italian accent is not great. It's very exaggerated, it seems. I spent a decent amount of time in Italy mm-hmm. and around Italians, and I've never heard an Italian person actually speak English that way. Yeah. Just saying. It's that afternoon that Ronnie goes back to the hostel and is in the shower when she hears the boys come in. Mm-hmm. And she goes to get out of the shower. And from the outside, we're watching like the boys, and we just hear Ronnie scream. Yeah. And then all three boys like run to the door and they're like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? The door flies open, and she runs out and jumps up onto her top bunk bed. Mm -hmm. And then the three boys poke their heads into the bathroom, and then they all scream. (laughs) (laughs) And then they all jump onto the bed with her, and then a lizard... Just a little lizard. (laughs) ...comes out of the bathroom. And, like, what?
0: Why is that lizard there? Why is that lizard there? Do they have, like, a lizard problem in Amsterdam?
1: (laughs) I experienced, but I don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> That's what I should have researched for this week: lizards and. MCA. Yeah, you.
1: Yeah, and then Alexander is just like, "Are you wearing my shirt?" And she's just like, "Sorry." <laughs> she looks good in it. She does look good in it. Yeah. I bet Alexander thinks so too. Ooh. <laughs> nah, I ship them hard. Nothing happens. I know.
0: Just like so much. <laughs> I like to think that maybe after the world of the movie something happens yeah
1: and then ronnie also then she says okay you guys don't have to sleep in the hallway you can sleep in the room like she's growing to trust and like them yeah. more and then they are alexander is trying to tell ronnie how to pronounce his name uh-huh. she cannot she's like alexander and he's like no alexander she's like okay sicander then <laughs> it suits you and he's like no that's not fine that's not my name <laughs> but fine so she calls him Secander, like The whole rest of the movie. But then they do end up at a sex shop. Yep. (laughs) Where the boys obviously know what it is. But for some reason, Ronnie, like, she just doesn't realize it. No. She speaks English. I just think no matter how innocent you are sex is written on at least something in that store
0: think, yeah like you have a basic understanding of anatomy like yeah. you can look at the stuff and be like this might be what this is I don't know she's an adult woman
1: like yeah <laughs> and then she's holding a vibrator and Alexander's like hey Ronnie like what's that for and she's just like rubbing it against like her neck Yep. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, it's it's a joint massager because, you know, like my grandfather, he has bad joints, so I'm going to bring this back for him. And then she's just like putting it on Alexander's shoulders and he's just struggling to keep a straight face. Mm-hmm. And then they are just like, the boys are laughing hysterically mm-hmm. at her. And you can see her, she's like, clearly something I said is really funny and I'm not sure what I said, so I'm going to find something funny yep. about this like name this place that I've named and so then they're all laughing and it's actually it's very cute it is really
0: cute Ronnie really thinks a lot of her sense of humor yeah and she makes up her own very silly jokes and she's like yeah I am really funny like I'm laughing (laughs) at me
1: too (laughs) yeah and it's it's cute I had hoped that maybe someone would say something to her before she bought stuff but nope she's bringing that stuff home what a what a time yep she and Alexander do a lot of hanging out. Like they definitely hang out the most Mm -hmm. of the group and they're just chatting because she's talking to him about his art. They're talking and she's like, wow, I really want to do something that matters. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, like then do it. What's stopping you? And we immediately see in contrast to this sweet Russian boy who's being very supportive. Mm -hmm. We see a flashback of a conversation she had with ex fiance Vijay, mm-hmm. where she was like, oh, my uncle says that, you know, maybe I could work for his company. Vijay's response was first, well, what does your father think about that? Mm-hmm. And when she says, he told me to see what you thought, Vijay's response is, I don't see why you even have to work or why you should work. Like, I'll be working, so you should be at home.
0: Yeah. Ugh. He's the worst. He is the worst. It's like, if she's she's excited about this possibility, it's not like she's like, oh, I have to work. She's like, this would be fun for me. I'd enjoy this.
1: Yeah. And then the fish, well, the fish guy, the <laughs> restaurant owner, the Italian restaurant owner ends up coming up. Whatever. He enlists the help of this group of friends to do a world food fair thing that'll come up in a moment. And he does just have the biggest stupidest fish. It's so stupid. And that's not a <laughs> euphemism. It's a real fish. It's a real fish. Yeah. <laughs> but he just tosses taco. He just makes taco
0: hold it. And then right, Taka's like, rude. take your own fish back.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then friend VJ has a friend who lives and works in the Red Light District. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know if she lives there, but that's the address that BJ gave, gave Ronnie to to bring a, a package to her friend Roxette. So Ronnie and the boys go to the Red Light District. The boys are very into it. Uh, Ronnie is, I feel like we've seen her starting to kind of loosen up, but this is still out of her comfort zone. This is a lot, yeah. But she finds Roxette. She goes back into this room, which it's black lit, mm-hmm. which is quite Choice in this yeah. specific atmosphere. It's a lot of fluids in that kind of space. A lot of, of space. fluids. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe it's to assure people that the space is clean. Maybe. Because if it weren't, you could tell. That's
0: a good point. Yeah, you know right away.
1: It, yeah, but then it's also like, ew. You think of the work <laughs>
0: that has to go into making it clean.
1: Yeah, but anyway, BJ's friend gets the package and then she's like hang out with us so then the boys and ronnie end up partying with roxette and her friends they go to a club where there's women pole dancing and we do see ronnie actually loosen up there as well mm-hmm. where she's just like cheering on these women and they're doing some bollywood dance moves and and there is one point where alexander is standing in front of a window with yeah. taka, <laughs> and he voices to like the woman within he's like him or me and she points at taka yeah. <laughs> Alexander looks
0: so offended. I, <laughs> it's a really cute moment. Have we I already, love it. There's a moment where they're like in the car together and Ronnie keeps calling him Sikander. And I think
1: that was, that was on the way to the red light district. Oh, okay. So yes. And then yeah, Taka says like, Taka. <laughs> and then I think Alexander also says Taka. But yeah. And then they're like, tib. they yeah, It's tib. so cute. <laughs> it was really, really cute. Um, but yes, that's important because they did drive to the red light district. Yes. But... Alexander's like been drinking all day. He just <laughs> drinks non-stop. He's drinking constantly. She loads the boys up into the back How of this really the, tiny car. How did all three of those boys fit back there? Alexander is
0: like he's got to be like 6'4". Oh yeah, no,
1: I think he's very tall. And, and Tim like is, Tim also is probably like big. 6 feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. And the talk is I, small. You could fit him anywhere, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but come on. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's just this like Turkish police officer who's like, "I don't care. Just drive off." <laughs> Yeah. And so we see Ronnie kind of say like, oh, I'm driving. And she gets behind the wheel of the car. And we see a flashback of Vijay trying to teach her how to drive Mm -hmm. in Delhi. And he like calls her an idiot. He's like, you little idiot. Okay, clearly you're just gonna be a bus lady the rest of your life. Now get out so I can drive us home. Like no patience with her is... Calling her an idiot. Yeah. He's the worst.
0: And it's like if you're relaxed about it, then she'll be relaxed. But if you're stressing her out, then like obviously right. she's gonna make mistakes.
1: It's so stupid. And so we see when she has like her three boys just slumbering in yeah. the back of the car, she just navigates them safely home. Yeah. She wakes them up in the morning by throwing some toothbrushes into their <laughs> their laps. And then she's like, Okay, boys, like toothbrushes for the masses. We're going to church. Yep. <laughs> But so again, we see another moment where Alexander and Ronnie are just hanging out together on the rooftop. He's sketching something. He's an artist. Mm -hmm. Alexander tells Ronnie that they're on this trip because Takas from Japan. There was a tsunami that killed both of his parents. And so Tim and Alexander encouraged him to come on this trip to Amsterdam as a holiday to cheer him up. Yeah. This trio of friends... I want to know their origin I know, me too, because they're all from different
0: countries. So, like, how do they meet? How do they end up together?
1: But, yeah, because it's also not clear when she first meets them that they're not necessarily strangers who are just hanging out. Right, exactly. they aren't. They're really close friends. And which makes that even sweeter that they so easily welcomed her into their group. Which, it
0: makes me feel like that was how they became friends. So they're like, no, no, now we're all friends.
1: yeah. And then they call for Ronnie. They found, like, the video of her and her family dancing on her laptop. Mm -hmm. And Taka and Tim are just jamming out, and it's really cute. Except that then Ronnie is, like, it it really brings her down. And Alexander sees this and then gives the other boys a look to, like, stop, which they do for a moment. And then Taka just starts dancing again, and he gets her to dance. Mm -hmm. And suddenly she's like, oh, okay, I'm all right, because Taka has cheered me up, Yeah. And I think he, at this point, she's told
0: Alexander about. Yes. Yeah. So like, he, he picks it up. He's like, oh, gosh, this must be related to that. And yeah, very yeah. intuitive.
1: Very intuitive. He's a good listener. He's a good listener. He's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very good man. Ship them. Yes. And so then they go to this world food fair thing. She decides to cook galgaba. Interesting, again, that this Italian man was like
0: I also I feel like you just said <laughs> Golgappa like but with an
1: Italian accent <laughs> <"Gol gotha."> <laughs> <laughs> I probably did <laughs> okay and as they're preparing it's so Ronnie and Taka are the ones actually doing the food prep mm-hmm. again Taka doesn't speak like super great English yeah. but Ronnie's like oh my god he's really cute like about mm-hmm. the restaurant owner yeah and Taka's like you have a crush <laughs> and he looks kind of like grossed
0: out. Well, yeah. And he's like, I guess objectively this man is handsome, but like, yeah, I don't know. He's just kind of he's, smarmy. He's got a weird vibe. Yeah. And he's also he's older, which isn't always yeah. a problem. But in this case, it does feel a little predatory.
1: It does feel weird. So then they, they finish up cooking and Tim is singing yeah. the song from the beginning of the movie, London to Magda. And he's just singing it with his guitar, like it's acoustic. It's so sweet, yeah. It's oh. really sweet. That was a fun touch. Mm-hmm. There's also the moment where she's,
0: she's holding the Italian flag, and then she rotates yeah. it, and she's like, no, it's the Indian flag.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. And, yeah, it takes people some time, but eventually they're like, oh, yeah, this is really good. And so it's a big success. Mm-hmm. And at the end, she is, like, still cooking or cleaning up some stuff, and the Italian guy comes up behind her. I forget exactly what he says, but he, he, he wants a kiss. He's like, oh, well, Italians do cooking the best, but you were pretty good. And then she's like, oh, Indians are the best at everything. And he's like, well, but Italians are the best at kissing. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, Indians are the best at kissing. Like not even realizing like, what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because she's just like focusing on whatever she's doing. He, again, he's standing behind her. She's not even looking at him. No. And he's like, oh, well, will you show me? And then you see her face, just she's like, lip to lip kiss. Uh-huh. And then he's like, well, yeah, it's not going to be neat and neat. And then her face just starts, like, she starts kind of like puckering her lips yeah, a little bit, like, like, like as if she's like warming up her face muscles. Yeah. And then she just wheels around and like quickly kisses him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, first kiss. And I think she just runs away. Yeah. But it was. I'm just, when I remembered this movie, Mm -hmm. I feel like I had thought that she did kiss Alexander. And I'm realizing I just wanted her to. Yeah. Like, I had it in my head that she was going to turn down the Italian guy and then kiss the sweet artist boy instead. That's what happens in your fanfic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, they're coming back from this, like, really fun day with food and VJ is outside of the hospital. Ugh, yeah. And so, like, we see her coming down the street with her three friends and they're all laughing. And then she sees VJ, and the whole mood just suddenly gets so much heavier. Yeah. It, literally everything he says at this point is just, like, textbook manipulation. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, blaming her for his choices. Exactly. Yeah. Which is so, so stupid. He starts to get, she's like, look, I don't want to talk about it. And then VJ gets kind of forceful with her. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Alexander and Tim and Taka are aware that this is happening. Well, mostly Alexander's aware that this is happening. But it's like they're kind of – they're trying to be respectful. They're giving her right. space. Yeah, so they're kind of doing their own thing. But Alexander's just occasionally kind of looking over just to make sure everything's okay. And then Ronnie is like, I don't want to talk with you right now. And then Alexander comes over. I love it. He doesn't even look at Vijay. He just looks at her yep. in the eyes and is like, Ronnie, like, do you, or he calls her Queen. <laughs> he's like, Queen, do you need help? And, and VJ's like getting, yelling at Alexander, getting in his face and Alexander's ignoring him. Yep. And he's just like, Queen, do you need help? You and know. I was like, wow. It's just like Malal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one of the sexiest things you
0: could do. Yeah. Just like, I don't care about this man. You, do you need help?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And then she's not really answering because she's just, I think, feeling really overwhelmed in this moment. Vijay then pushes Alexander. Mm -hmm. And and then Alexander's like, oh, come up." Yeah. (laughs) But eventually Ronnie does get them all to separate. Anyway, Ronnie says she'll meet up with Vijay the next day. So he finally does leave. The next day, Tim shows up. It's their very last day, the Mm -hmm. boys. And Tim shows up when he's like, four concert tickets. And Ronnie takes hers, but then she's like, I can't go. I have to meet BJ. Mm-hmm. You can tell she doesn't really want to do that no. instead of going to the concert with them. But yeah, she does go to meet BJ. She is wearing this really pretty pink dress. It's a gorgeous dress. It it really is. Mm-hmm. And it's very much not her norm
0: yeah but Um, it's still very like it's like it's not like she has completely changed who she is as a person it's like she's taken her style
1: to the next level and that's what I love about it agreed and so she is is he's waiting for her at this the cafe she goes and meets him and sure enough he's just like come on everyone back home is so mad at me like let's just get married and he says Um, to her
0: that she won't be
1: happy without him which it's like Look at her. Yeah, (laughs) she's extremely happy. Yeah, without you. Yeah. And it's really great because you could see her kind of, like, listening. Mm -hmm. And she's doing it in a way more compassionate way than he listened to her Mm -hmm. previously. And then she's like, yeah, Vijay, actually, I have to go. Look, we can talk in Delhi, but... There's a rock concert that I'm missing with my friends, and so I'm going to leave. Yeah. And then she just, yeah, walks away. She goes. She goes to the concert. She finds her friends. They have this amazing evening together. And so the song starts
0: playing as she's leaving the cafe, but the song "Canare," which is my choice for my favorite song from the movie I love a song that builds so the yeah. song like it starts off really slow and kind of sweet and then she gets into the club and it starts to turn into kind of a banger and she's dancing <laughs> with her friends and everybody's having a good time like I went back and I listened to it to kind of figure out what I wanted to pick for my favorite song and like I started to get a little choked up listening to the Aww. song I was just like oh yeah. my god this has all of the feelings in it
1: I also noticed it's so different In contrast to when she first showed up at the disco in Paris. Oh, yeah. She was kind of like folded in on herself. Mm -hmm. She was really uncomfortable. She was trying to not touch people, but it was like a crowded space and she was not feeling like comfortable. And then walking into the rock concert, she just immediately starts to like weave her way through. Like she is confident. She's powerful. Finds her friends. She's dancing with them. And then it comes time for them to go so she gives them all, like, the biggest hug. I feel like she and Alexander had a longer, better hug than her and the other boys. Yeah. But I might just be reading into that. <laughs> we see so what bad. we want
0: to see with these two.
1: <laughs> yes. And then they leave. And there's this moment where she looks sad. Yeah. And she's just standing there on her own. And then she just raises her face up mm-hmm. to, like, the experience.
0: Yeah. And
1: then she just starts rocking again. Ugh. And I was like, oh,
0: yeah, it is. It's like you that sadness of like, this has been a beautiful experience in my life. And I'm sad that it's coming to an end. But also I get to like, enjoy these last moments that I get to myself here and also like love what I have been through. Like, oh, it's so powerful. Yeah. She's a queen. Did we ever actually say that Ronnie means queen?
1: (laughs) Oh, I don't think we did, but Ronnie means queen. (laughs) You know, better late than never. (laughs) That's why it's called queen. (laughs) But yeah, so Ronnie then flies home Mm -hmm. and like her parents and Chintu are waiting for her at the airport. She emerges, like her hair is down. She's wearing this beautiful outfit. She, on their way home, she's like, let's stop off and see Vijay. Mm -hmm. So they go to Vijay's house. It turns out that, yeah, Ronnie is just here to return her ring. Yep. I did just want to say mm-hmm. that Rajkumar Rao looks really nice in this blue Henley.
0: <laughs> we and can give like, him that much in this movie.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. This is about the actor. Yes. Not not, not, not the character. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, he looks really good. Good yep. for you, sir. Can
0: I? You're I, a jerk. Uh, <laughs> um my only complaint about this movie that I think is overall a masterpiece is that she straightens her hair for the ending. Yeah. And what is, that? and everybody like comments on it and they're like, Oh, you've straightened your hair. And I'm for the whole movie. She's got this like gorgeous, natural curly hair. And yeah. I just thought that that was a little bit like, we didn't need that.
1: Yeah. I wonder like what that was meant to symbolize if it's more of like a nod to Western ideals like I don't know
0: I think that any way that I can think of to read it it's like a knock against curly hair and yeah
1: not needed no but yeah she then like leaves VJ's by herself Mm -hmm. leaves him in the dust and walks home by herself and she thanks him yeah and I love that so much because
0: obviously she does not owe him anything she does not owe him any gratitude but he is like the catalyst for this journey that she went on, and it is just such a power move for her to be like, "Thank
1: you." Agreed. Yeah, it's so good, and it's that's just... the movie. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> <sighs> I know it's like a it's like a two and a half hour film, but it really flies by, and I just yeah, it's really feel like sweet. I could be friends with all those people. Yeah,
0: I know. Me too. I want to go on an adventure just like that, and. I love that at over the end credits we see like her Facebook page and all the pictures she's posting. And what's funny, you were saying your kind of like mistaken memory of her kissing Alexander. I had a mistaken memory that in that sequence we saw her like future travels and not the trip she had just been on. Yeah, and that she like went on met up another with trip with them and like met up with Alexander. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, they, okay, so they meet up and then maybe they hook up. Yeah, and yeah.
1: I guess not. I guess
0: not. We We both had Mandela effect in a big way in this movie. (laughs) We just wrote our own fan fiction. Yep. we, We can write a fan fiction that's the boys meeting and then the continuation of Alexander and Ronnie's relationship.
1: Yeah. It's not to say that I don't like I'm 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 very happy that there was no I agree real yes. romance yes. here. Because the kiss thing was more about the kiss itself and her having that experience than yes. any sort of relationship with the Italian guy. It's just like there clearly this movie wants us to believe that these two There's and, a lot of um, chemistry. There's a lot of chemistry, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, I think it struck this chord in me that I was like, I want more movies like this yeah movies that feel smaller mm-hmm. in a sense like more real yeah and that just have this strong emotional impact on me yeah like movies
0: that are good storytelling and they're about the emotions yeah. between the characters and the journeys that people go on the very like real human journeys that people go on yeah yeah
1: so what did you research if it wasn't lizards in Amsterdam? <laughs> Well,
0: so I actually, I struggled a little bit with what I wanted to research for this week. And I I had a few different ideas. The first thing that I like kind of started to think about researching was Indian wedding traditions. Because we get a little mm-hmm. bit of a taste of that. And also, I love how Ronnie has her henna on her hands for like the her entire time. honeymoon. Because, you know, it sticks yeah. around for a while. Right. But so I I had thought about that. But then I really didn't want that to be what we focused on with this movie that's so much about like there's more to life than romantic love Mm -hmm. um and we will certainly have plenty of other opportunities to talk about (laughs) Indian wedding traditions so I actually researched a few different little things all of which relate to food oh love it yeah so first of all Ronnie's dad, as you mentioned, works in a sweet, or well, Ronnie's dad owns a sweet shop, and Ronnie works in the sweet shop, and that's where she meets her fiance. And so I learned a little bit about Indian sweets because a lot of Ooh. these things I've heard of before in movies, but never really looked into what they actually are. Yeah. So, first of all, ladu. So ladu are the little, like, they look like little cake balls. Okay, yes. Yeah, yes. and we see them all over the place. They're super, super prevalent across the subcontinent. Ladu are made with some kind of flour, and then ghee or butter, and then sugar mm. or jaggery. So, you know, some kind of flour, some kind of binding dairy agent, okay. and then some kind of sweetener.
1: It's like a sugar butter ball.
0: Exactly. They that sound sounds great. delicious. <laughs> All of these sweets sound really, really good. Uh, But so there are different types depending on the different kinds of flour that might be used and the different flavors that are added. Some have coconut, dried fruit, nuts, other flavorings like cardamom or orange, really just like anything you can imagine. They're eaten, again, throughout India, and they vary regionally based on what ingredients are available. So, like, in the South, where there's a ton of coconuts, the coconut is more common. They've been around for centuries. Like, these have, they're mentioned in, like, ancient texts, including the Ayurvedic texts, which I learned are, like, a natural medicinal text that is apparently still referenced today and maybe, like, has been a little bit appropriated by white people so that would be interesting to talk about, but I didn't go down. What that hasn't been? <laughs> I know. Uh, that's white people for you. <laughs> but so what I learned from this understanding that they, they appear in these medical texts is that they were used as kind of a curative agent in, mm. back in the day. Um, various ingredients would be added to increase energy or alleviate certain ailments, including menstrual cramps. Oh, I like that. Which was fascinating. And so, yeah, I'm like, okay, next time that I am in my monthly cycle, I am going to grab a nice, like, gooey (laughs) butterball. I don't think they're gooey, but...
1: (laughs) But, you know, whatever
0: it is. Yeah, it can only be a good thing. The Hindu god Ganesha loved ladus, um, and Mm -hmm. they are often given as prashad, which you may recall is an offering to god. Um,
1: Yeah, because I often see like the
0: little, they almost look like powdered sugar balls. Yeah.
1: And fun to make sometimes.
0: Yeah. And they also, they're often eaten to mark an auspicious occasion like a birth or a promotion or a wedding. Um, And so I feel like that's where we see them a lot in context is like in celebrations. Yeah. I feel like we've seen them in wedding invitations. (laughs) Yes. So that's Ladu. and then barfi was the next sweet that I researched. And barfi is—it's a sweetened condensed milk that you cook into a dough, um, and mm. then you form. It kind of looks like it has a fudge-like consistency. Okay. And like Ladu, barfi can be flavored however you want. You can flavor it with cardamom, rosewater, mango. Those are some of the most popular flavorings of barfi. Oh. And uh, Ronnie in the movie, she makes a reference to a treat that's her own creation. And that's what she gives to um, Vijay to try when they first meet. And it's Mm. a ladu that has been coated in koya, which is the like thickened milk that barfi kind of gets cooked into. So it's like a ladu coated in barfi. And that sounds really tasty. That sounds really good. A couple more quick sweets that I wanted to, to mention. Gulab jamun, which... I did cut this out of our Davate ish episode, but we did talk about Gulab Jamun and how the white ladies call it Julab Gamun, which is super annoying. Yeah. But Gulab Jamun is a, it's um, Koya, again, that sweetened cooked milk mixed with flour and, and fried in ghee and then drizzled with like a sugar syrup. So they're like fried dough balls, mm. which sound oh. amazing. Again, flavored with cardamom, rose, saffron, whatever you want to flavor them with. And they're sometimes eaten like they're hot, and then you eat them with ice cream, um, which always a good combination. Or yeah. instead of ice cream, colfi, which is a frozen dessert that's kind of like an ice cream, but more like a or like more like a frozen custard. It's like thicker than ice okay. cream. And then there's kheer, which is sweetened milk and rice flavored which with fruit and nuts.
1: Yes. We um, sell taru. That's what they use to drug taru. In that Davide-ish. is indeed, yep.
0: So be careful if you're having cure that there's not any sleeping pills <laughs> mixed into it. And then the last one that I wanted to mention, Imarti, which I, I know I've seen a lot. And I think we also see this in Davate-ish. It's like flour batter that's been deep fried into the shape of a flower. So you kind of see they're mm-hmm. like little rounds They're crispy little treats, and then they're soaked in sugar syrup. Definitely referenced in Night Manager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: remember those.
0: (laughs) They stand out there. So that was my research on treats and sweets. I then did a little bit of research because there's a reference, you know, Ronnie goes and she eats at the Italian guy's restaurant, and she's like, Mm. yeah, we have Italian food in India. Um, And she kind of implies that it's like somewhat popular. So I did a little bit of Hmm. research on Indian food and uh, or sorry, on Italian food in India. Um, And I learned that it is, in fact, the third most popular cuisine in India.
1: Interesting. Is Chinese the second? Yes, it is. And then Indian is
0: first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it has overtaken... French cuisine, Spanish cuisine, and American cuisine in popularity in recent years, which is kind of cool.
1: Interesting.
0: I read an article that had a good explanation as to why this is, and it's just that both countries really value fresh ingredients. They have a similar reliance on what's regionally available, and dishes can easily be varied based on what's readily available. Also, a lot Mm. of vegetarian options. And fun fact, I learned that Apparently, water buffalo, though not indigenous to Italy, are a popular uh-huh. source of milk for making buffalo mozzarella, and they're also a source oh. of meat in Italy.
1: <laughs> did you, you see any I... water buffalo while you were traveling in Italy? I didn't, but you know, I've never wondered. I love buffalo mozzarella. Ah, uh-huh. I love it so much. Yeah. It's like, if it's on the menu, I'm getting it. Wow. Never thought to question <laughs> where the buffalo came from yeah I think because I'm used to we have bison in the U.S. and so I'm just like I don't know I never questioned it well it was now now you can know that during World War
0: II the Nazis Mm -hmm. killed all the water buffalo in Italy now that's not the worst thing the Nazis did but it's not great and so after the war ended India replenished the herds of water buffalo Aww. in Italy. So if you're enjoying some kind of buffalo-derived product in Italy, that buffalo's ancestry was probably Indian.
1: Thanks, India. Yeah.
0: And then That's lastly, great. the last thing I researched was, of course, Golgapa. Yes. And also known as Pani Puri, Gupchup, Puchka, and many other names based on where you are. But there's a lot of different terms for this same little kind of like crispy bread snack filled with good stuff. Mm. But it's called Golgappa in parts of northern India, most notably in Delhi, where Rani is from, and Punjab.
1: And apparently she's Punjabi. Yes,
0: indeed. So it it doubly makes sense that this is why she calls them that. Um, they are thought to have originated in 600 BCE. That's a long time oh my ago. God. <laughs> like 3,000 years ago. And they, like Ladu, are thought to have been a form of prashad, so an offering to the gods in Hinduism. They're even mentioned in the Mahabharata, which is, again, mm. um, a, a Hindu epic. According to the myth, Prince Arjun, a character in the Mahabharata, his mother challenges his new bride, Draupadi, to make food for all five of her sons and she only gives her enough dough to make one puri which is a type of like deep fried bread and Drapadi creates this new filled bread dish to everyone's amazement everyone's very impressed and everybody
1: enjoys it and that's Golgappa. I love that. Yeah so very fun origin it also, story. It looked really good. Yeah like really tasty. And then that white guy was like, oh my god, it's spicy. Are you trying to kill me? Now that is the reputation,
0: which I'll, I'll talk about in a minute, is that they are, they're very spicy. They tend to be like really like densely packed spice bombs. But so they're cheap, they're quick and easy to make. So they're a really popular street food. You see them as a street food all across India. The filling, again, just like all of the snacks that we've been talking about can really entail whatever is on hand but they often have potato onion chickpea and tamarind sauce and tamarind water too is that like those are the really spicy elements that really you know Take them to that level, and that white man who complained about the spice—I do think he deserves an honorable mention for going back at least twice more yes. to get more for himself and his wife. So clearly, he he was drawn in eventually. Yeah, I found a very silly article that was entitled "Here's Why Girls Go Crazy for Golgappa," <laughs> and according to this very scientific and peer-reviewed article, the spiciness is very attractive to the ladies. <laughs> I just thought this was so funny. I had to share. it. That is it.
1: hilarious. I guess I'm just bland. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ladies love to have their tongues like burned out of their mouths. You know, who doesn't? And they love to, quote unquote, experience a tingling sensation in their gastrointestinal tract. Oh. Um. Um, so I that's think that's called something else. That's what I learned about myself from this research that i these are the things you, that I love as a woman.
1: yeah, you like the tingling in your gastrointestinal tract.
0: nowhere else, just my <laughs> gastrointestinal tract
1: oh no. Um, <laughs>
0: But anyway, yeah, so that was what I researched for this week. You know, it was I wanted to have a little fun because we've had some more serious topics recently. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that we, you know, with Holi last week and then with some food kind of stuff this week, we're getting to kind of lighten the mood. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. I have one quick piece of Bollywood news. And our girl Deepika announced that she is going to be presenting an award at the Oscars this year.
1: Yeah. (gasps) Would, oh my god. I'm so excited about this. What's with, like, Ron, Vera, and Deepika, like, coming over to the U.S.? I know, I they're like
0: taking the world by storm, and I am all about it. I don't think they said which award she would be presenting. It wasn't in her post, and I googled it, and I couldn't find anything that specified. It's probably, like,
1: international film, right? Maybe, because... Is RRR up, well, there, up so for there something? there are
0: three... Indian films that are nominated for Oscars, not all of them Northern Indian or Bollywood-related, as we know, but mm-hmm. there's one full-length documentary, there's one short documentary, and then RRR is nominated for Best Song with Natu Natu, and then they're also they're doing a live performance of it at the Oscars. <gasps>
1: Yeah, I usually don't watch the Oscars. I know. We'll I'll just watch <laughs> highlights
0: after. But yeah, no, I. So she could be giving out any of those awards. She could be given giving out something unrelated. But I imagine it would probably be something where an Indian film is nominated. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's so. It's oh my god! It's super that's exciting. so.
1: Ex- she is going to look stunning. Oh. My God, yes. She, yes. <laughs> I'm and, so excited.
0: Well, and this was unclear to me, but like, you know, if she's going to like be there, if she's going to like walk the red carpet,
1: is Ron? Is she going to be have there a date? too? <laughs> Hollywood can't take that much pretty. I don't
0: know that they can. Yeah, that's going to really <laughs> overload. Well, I'd love for people to know who they are in their element is the yes. thing, you know? Like yeah. people know who Priya is, but how many people who know her name have seen her in a movie?
1: Right, it's like in relation to how we know her in like the U.S. Exactly. and in Hollywood films, where she had this amazing career before yeah. that happened. Yeah. So yeah, before we announce next week's movie, um, we just want to put a plug in that. Thank you so much for listening. If you like to continue listening, definitely subscribe to the podcast. But you can also follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is 2, which is the number Mm -hmm. 2, white girls talk Bollywood. And we also have Spotify and YouTube playlists Mm -hmm. that will be linked in this uh, episode release, like post on Instagram. And we add the songs that we choose as our favorites each
0: week. So it's a growing... Uh, an ever growing playlist. Great.
1: And our film for next week mm-hmm. is Hai. Yeah. Woot Woot, which is um, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's spelled D I L C H A H T A H A I. Yep. <laughs> and it translates
0: to The Heart Wants.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: And you know what The Heart
1: Wants? The, the heart wants Farron Akhtar's right? <laughs> and directing. It really
0: does. And Saif Ali Khan's I- acting. This is really exciting because this is the first movie that Katie and I are watching for the podcast that we have not seen before. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, we know we're in good hands because Saif Ali Khan is starring in this movie. We love him. Farhan Akhtar wrote and directed this movie. The whole Akhtar family is
1: involved. (laughs) And Pretty Zinta is there. Pretty Zinta
0: is in it. Uh, Amir Khan is in it, which I know I've seen a couple of movies with him in the past. This will be my first. Other than this <laughs> other than Dil Do, where he voices the dog.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't count. That. no, that doesn't <laughs> count. you're right. No yeah, your yeah, first This is my, gonna be my first Amir Khan. Yeah I'm excited to to hear what you think of him. So yeah, the Netflix synopsis says inseparable childhood friends Akash, Samir and Siddharth are just out of college. Nothing comes between them. Until they each fall in love. Mm-hmm. This love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'll just say the IMDb playlist has basically that exact thing word for word, but then it adds on, they each fall in love and their wildly different approaches to relationships creates tension.
1: Oh, I am so excited about this. Yeah. Ooh, let's start it started tonight.
0: It's going to be a great time. I think we're, we're, we're in for a good adventure. Great. Different kind of adventure, certainly, from Queen,
1: but still a good adventure. So, you just ride that Queen train mm-hmm. until Del Chantahay, mm. which is next week. <laughs> Bachi agrees. Yep. I don't know if you Bachi could Bachi rumbles that? her agreement. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we for sure need Bollywood.